let's talk about not having sex, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm Adalia. And I'm Rex. And welcome to episode seven of Sips and Smacks. Ooh, lucky seven. Oh, uh, we just jumped right into this. <laughs> and I just realized now that we don't have yes. a snack of the day, but we'll get I there. I know. I was literally just thinking that. That's too. <laughs> hilarious. All right. We'll start with the sip of the day and then we'll, we'll, it's, this is going to be a spontaneous snack of the day. Yes. <clears throat> um, are you still sipping an IPA or what? Uh, have you actually, changed? I changed. So we are recording this right after episode six. <laughs> so another giggly, giggly episode. episode. Yep. <laughs> um, I am. Actually, drinking a cookies and milk stout Ooh, for the holiday season. Yeah, it's really so good. good. I have a, a a white wine. I don't even. I don't even know what kind it is. I mean, it's got just kind of like foreign words on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Gruner Westliner. I don't know what that means. A Gewurztraminer? No, it's not a Gewurztraminer. Oh, is that? Oh, okay. No, it's from Austria. Austria. I have no idea. It's from Austria. It's delicious, fresh, tangy, and with a slight peppery taste. Well, it sounds delicious. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be great. <laughs> and we will go with it. Yes. Um, that, what should be our snack? <laughs> what should be our snack? I was, I mean, I was thinking, so I'm over at my partner's apartment right now. And every time I go into the bathroom, I am startled by the bath brush. Ooh, okay, that's a good one to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I say a good one to talk about, but it's not one that I want to personally experience. <laughs> but you have personally experienced it. Unfortunately, you, yes. You have one. <laughs> and, I, and in fact, I remember when your your partner ordered it from Amazon and oh. you were sitting there terrified of the delivery. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was staying at... I was. My partner and I were um, staying in separate places that night just for, not because of like a personal relationship problem, but just like circumstances. And he texts me like, look what I bought. I'm like, no. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. It was, bad. it was like, it was like Jaws. It was like, dun it, dun it. We're five, we're, we're five yeah. blocks away with your bath brush. We're four blocks away with your bath brush. Yeah, yeah. Amazon is 10 stops away. <laughs> You're like, no, I'm 10 stops away from being in pain. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then my my partner's bath brush, stupidly, was a housewarming gift from me. <laughs> That's so dumb. Why would you do that? <laughs> I don't know. It's just added to the list of the dumb shit that I've done, all the implements I've bought for myself. So, um so yeah, it hangs in his bathroom and he apparently does use it for its actual purpose occasionally. People use it for the real thing. That's like, weird. That's weird. Part. But he says he gets startled by it in the bathroom too, which is kind of funny. That is funny. <laughs> He's not the one getting smacked by it. <laughs> nope. And for anyone who has never been smacked by a bath brush, it fucking hurts. It really does. I don't actually know if the bath brush is better or worse than like the wood paddle that we have um because the bath brush has just like that more concentrated 
horribleness to it. <laughs> it, it really, there's nothing good about it. Like it, no, it, there really isn't. Yeah. It just hurts. It just hurts yeah. really bad. It's like, it's the handle is long. It's like got a real kind of like heft to it. Um, yes. It's heavy. Yeah. It's heavy. It stings. It bruises. It's uh, uh it's mean. It's, uh, I guess it's good for self-spanking. It's good like, for self-spanking. I, I, I haven't used it for self-spanking because I actually have never... Well, I do now own a bad brush because I, I did get one for my birthday. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, pals. Um, but but uh, yeah, I, I could imagine that because it does have the yeah. long handle. I haven't tried it for that either, but I could see it being a really good yeah, tool for that. For sure. And I mean, like for us, like we definitely use it for punishment not punishment because there's nothing fun about it <laughs> there's literally nothing fun <laughs> it's yeah that's it's, like the ultimate threat like yeah. you're gonna get this with a bath brush and you're like okay i'm not gonna do that then <laughs> yeah or go get your bath brush is like those are words that i truly dread yeah <laughs> yep not good times so, yeah bath brush you can get it very easily online Amazon, part, yeah. it's and it's like it's an innocuous thing too. So it's not even like, oh, you're ordering a paddle, exactly. Or, you know, like no. something like that. Like it's no, just it's just a regular, a yeah, regular vanilla <laughs> situation, but um, very, very painful implement. Yeah. So there you go. Yep, that's our smack of the week. Glad I, glad we could get that one out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Let's get it out of the way. Let's forget about it. Let's hopefully never experience it again. Let's never experience it again. <laughs> Although, you know we will. Shh. It's never going to happen. <laughs> oh. All right. So, what are we jumping into this week, Rex? Well, if you couldn't tell from the way I opened this um, episode with my <laughs> sultry <laughs> <Let's>... tones. <laughs> We want to talk about um, sexuality, but specifically asexuality today. Mm-hmm. Yay, asexuals. Um, so yeah, I do um, identify as an asexual, as does my partner. Um, but, you know, it's complicated, for sure. Asexuality is definitely a spectrum. Um, and it certainly doesn't mean that you're not a sexual person. That sounds very confusing but you know we'll dive in mm-hmm. <laughs> um so I guess like first I'll say that for me um we recently did um an interview with Jillian Keenan who wrote a book called Sex with Shakespeare that really for me um helped me define my sexuality and she does define being a spanko as her sexuality and that really resonated for me because like that is like the number one thing that has you know been my turn on from even childhood you know and I I started masturbating very young in childhood and that was always the thing that I thought about and um Mm -hmm. continues to be the thing that I mostly think about um so that is kind of like you know the top of my sexual pyramid so to speak um and uh so i i identify you know as a spanko um 
you know, but it, it's complicated, right? Because like, right. Spanking is sexual for me in the sense that it, you know, I, I have a physical response to it, but I also, um, I do it not only with my partner, but also with play partners. Um, and so, you know, it's like, I, I feel like I can experience it in a variety of ways, but mm-hmm. none of them are totally non-sexual, you know? Um, and we, we talked at one point about it being like the main dish versus the side dish. So for me, that's yeah. absolutely the main dish and I can be satisfied um, with just that. Um, like, you know, spanking play for me doesn't necessarily need to lead to an orgasm in the moment. Um, mm-hmm. Although certainly it might lead to an orgasm after the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, like you can speak to that as well, obviously. Like I, I think you, I mean, you can say what you identify as, but I, I think you think of yourself as a, you know, not, not an asexual person, but um, that obviously is part of your sexuality as well. Yeah. It's definitely part of my sexuality. I don't identify as asexual or demisexual or aromantic, um, but it, <laughs> It's really complicated. Man, sexuality is so It's very complicated. complicated. I know. I like to say, like, there's LGBTQIA+. I'm like, yeah, I'm the plus. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like to use, like, queer as the term. Because, like, you can be, you know, how you can be, like, bisexual, but you can also be aromantic. Or you could be asexual and biromantic or heteroromantic. Like, there's just, like, such a, a wide range of how you, how you can identify and it's really hard to try and label it if that's something that you want to do <laughs> like you don't have to label it of course but <laughs> yeah no, and, and I love like you know when I was growing up I always say like it was like you were uh you know heterosexual or homosexual you know what I mean there was there were right. not there were not all of these options of the rainbow which I absolutely love that that exists now because I think that you know for kids growing up these days like there's just so many more options or things that you can explore. And I think that's really great. But the flip side of that is, you know, like we said, like it's complicated and you don't like one label doesn't necessarily describe you, you know? Yeah. And I think like you can really um, like vacillate between a lot of different options too. So me being bisexual, um, you know, there are times where I am more attracted to women than men and then there are other times when I'm more attracted to men than I am women um so it like it just it's called I think it's called like riding the bicycle like the bicycle (laughs) so like (laughs) yeah (laughs) so you can really like even just in your own like day-to-day experience you're gonna have different feelings for different things you're you maybe you don't identify as asexual one day and then the next day you do like that's I feel like that's okay yeah and and also like you know I always say that the the asexual label is kind of based on what we think of as like the heteronormative idea of sexuality right yes so yes it's you know in my own spanko bubble I feel very sexual and very romantic Whereas I do tend to identify as arrow ace because at least 
that kind of explains me more in the vanilla world. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, um, our friend, Jillian Keenan, um, she sometimes (laughs) uses the term ultra sexual, which I really like as well, because it's like, I do feel like my sexuality is something else. You know what I mean? It's not what like most people in, you know, experience and, but that doesn't mean that I'm not a sexual person. And, And that's why I feel like asexual can sometimes be a bit of a misnomer because I think people think like, oh, well, so she doesn't like, you know, anything sexual or like right. having orgasms or whatever. And like, that is very, <laughs> yeah. very, 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 very false. Um, you know, it just means that I like, I don't, um, you know, I, I don't enjoy sex necessarily in the way that um, probably the majority of people do. Like, I don't yeah. really, I'm not that into vaginal sex. Like, that's just not my, that's not my jam. Yeah. And I think like, you know, obviously, like we just talked about, like, it is a spectrum. So there are people who never want to experience that kind of thing. They might not even want to be turned on the way that, you know, like you and I are turned on. Um, or there, you know, so like, maybe you're somewhere like towards more the <laughs> the one end of the asexuals. Like, it's very complicated. Mm-hmm. No, it, it really is. And, yeah. and it's all valid. I mean, that's the thing. Like, yeah, you, for wh- sure. Whatever your experience is like, that's your experience. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's yours to have. And it's, you know, it, 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 it's, you need to guide yourself in the way that your body is telling you, you know, and there are some people that are very like, um, is sex averse the right word? There's a, there's a word for it. Sex repulse. Yeah. Sex repulse. Sex yeah, repulse. Sex exactly. Yeah. I, th- I think you're right. Sex repulse. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm not necessarily that I've, been in vanilla relationships where I have had sex and it's fine. Like it just isn't, it just doesn't really doesn't do anything for me per se. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's like, I don't hate it, but like for me, like, <laughs> you know, I was always just like, let's get to the snuggling <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or like if I could initiate like spanking as foreplay, like, you know, that, yeah. that would be, uh, it's like the spanking and the snuggling are the two things that like I love and the rest of it is like, eh. I would do it for a partner, you know, if they, if they wanted it, um, if that made them happy, that's okay too, to be able to compromise, you know, um, right. yep. for a partner, if it's something that you're okay with, you know, mm-hmm. um, but that I, makes sense. yeah, exactly. But I, I was happy to find a partner who kind of aligned with me, you know, um, and for him too, like, it's like spanking is the main dish. So, um, that's, yeah, that's really cute. I really like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it too. Um, so well, I love that for you. <laughs> yay! I love it for me too. Uh, and and yeah, again, like that doesn't mean that we don't do anything quote unquote sexual, you know. Um, yeah. And in fact, like we'll we'll do a whole other episode on monogamy versus polyamory, but like um, we like I reserve anything that kind of falls into that like traditional sexual role for him. Like I don't do that with play partners, you know? Yep. That makes sense. So would you consider yourself maybe like demisexual? Maybe. I I think that does apply to me. And also because like, I feel like I was never a person who just was 
like attracted to people off the bat. You know, like I always found that a little confusing that my friends were like, oh my God, he's so hot. You know, I'm like, is he? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For me, attraction is based on like knowing someone, having a connection with someone. So like that, when I read the definition of demisexual, I was like, oh, okay, maybe that is me, you know? Yeah. Um, So I I definitely think I could fall into that category. And that's why, you know, I said like, I sort of identify as asexual, but it's not, you know, it's, it's just a label that like doesn't, it just doesn't necessarily apply 100% of the time, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I totally get that. And I think it's also really important that we talk about this too, because, you know, there are people out there who do not identify as asexual, but for whatever reason, you know, they can't have sex right yeah. now. Um, you know, people who are taking meds that inhibit that, um, maybe some kind of like physical um, disability that is happening with them right now. Um, There's like, where it's it really hard. Vaginismus? Yeah, is that what it's called? Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot of issues that can arise that would prohibit somebody from having sex in what we would consider like a, again, like a heteronormative way usually. Um, so even I think having this conversation is really important too because me being a sexual person who does enjoy sex, like that is like sex is a really important part of of my life. Um but there are also a lot of ways to feel intimate and connected where I don't feel the need to have sex to feel connected to my partner. Right. Um, spanking is one of them. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to spanking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but there are a lot of other ways like that I can feel intimate with somebody else. Like um, going to dinner one-on-one with somebody or with, uh, you know, my partner or um we played the the clone wars pandemic game the other night oh that was so much fun (laughs) and the really cool thing about that game is that it's cooperative so you're working with your partner to defeat the sith (laughs) oh that's so cute i love it yeah i loved that that was really cute (laughs) yeah and that's a really good point like it's like you know again even like snuggling you know things that are just make you physically close but it, it's not necessarily sex you know those yep. are all intimate things um you know and then I was going to say too like you know we both write fic <laughs> and yes um, yep <laughs> and I definitely do like I find things hot in fic that I don't necessarily want to experience in real life mm-hmm. um you know, for instance, like I a hundred percent agree with that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you write a lot of like male, male stuff. So like, I mean, we can't even experience that if we wanted right. to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but I find it very arousing because the characters are aroused. Right. So yeah. You know, that can be um, a turn on, even if it's not something that I myself, you know, experience could experience or want to experience yeah and i so i want to do an entire episode like i know we've talked about this before (laughs) i want to do an entire (laughs) on fic itself um so just to give like a brief precursor to what i do want to talk about eventually um 
it's like one of those things where I, I can experience something without having to actually experience it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, for example, like I make Anakin, he really likes to be touched. Um, and for me, I personally don't like being touched very much. And I wish I did because uh, my partner really does like it. He likes to be touched. He likes to be snuggled. Um, and I just, it's it's hard for me to do that. Um, so I kind of like express a fantasy of like, look at this person who's touch starved. He just wants to be touched and he wants to have his hair played. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you kind of get to experience these things that I, I also don't want to experience in real life. Like I write age play and I love that people like age play. And I love that people feel comfortable enough to role play that in their real life. I don't think that that is something that I am going to experience in real life or am ready to experience in real life. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and yeah, look, I've I've already told you, Rex, that you've probably given me more orgasms than any lover. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like because your shit is hot. I mean, it just is, and you you just get into the characters and what they're experiencing, and I love that. You know, even, even oh, if, that's so nice of oh. you to say. <laughs> Thanks for writing them. <laughs> I don't remember one time like drunkenly texting you like, I like your stories as bedtime stories. If you know what I'm saying, <laughs> wink, <Yes>. wink. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> um, but yeah. If so, it helps, I also think of them usually as bedtime stories too. Like when I'm like, trying to think of like um, a fic, I'll be like, you know what? I'm just going to think about this as I'm trying to fall asleep. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I definitely think about fix as I'm like falling asleep or sometimes yeah. when I'm waking up, like that kind of like early morning, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. Um, early, Walk through them like early, early morning horniness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Boy, is that real? <laughs> it's so real. It's funny because like I actually, I don't like I always in relationships, I really hated morning sex because um, I don't know, it's just like you're because like you don't like feeling dirty yes no, <laughs> totally like your mouth yes. is gross right you know what i mean yep. like it's just like yep. ugh. um but it is legitimate that you can wake up horny because you know you might have had a dream it is true or whatever yep. <laughs> but if you're just with yourself you know that's totally yeah, fine. that's great <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and that's you know I, I think that like something about asexuality that i personally found confusing was I was like, well, how can I be asexual if I feel so sexual and I'm turned on by stories and like, I love to masturbate, you know what I mean? Like what, how yeah. does, how does that fit in? But like that, that can be, um, part of asexuality is that you, you like to experience it by yourself, but not necessarily mm -hmm. with a partner, you know? Um, right. And like, that goes back to the, it being a spectrum. Like, yeah. It just. Right. Exactly. And, and again, like some, some people even could consider themselves asexual that still do sometimes enjoy experiencing it with a partner. Um, yep. Yep. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah. yeah, it can be a little confusing, but it's also it, could be helpful and I, as a label. 
it can be helpful as a label, but at a some at like sometimes I feel like it can f also feel invalidating mm -hmm. in a sense where you're like, well, asexuality means like I shouldn't like sex at all. Right, you're just like disconnected um, from that whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, or like, yeah, or like you that you never you know want to have an orgasm or whatever. Like, no, hello, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think like, yeah, exactly. Like, I do feel like sometimes that can feel a little invalidating in a sense where you don't know where you fit in because because it's a spectrum, it can feel like you're different than, still different than everyone else. Yeah. Um, and that makes it, that makes it really hard. And I know that you and I have experienced that too, especially when we say like, we like spanking. And when we found our community, it was like, opening up a whole door like I didn't know anyone else felt like this yeah um yeah exactly so, and I mean and yeah. like I said before like that is the to me that's the key to my sexuality like that is really the thing mm -hmm. that most turns me on um but it doesn't mean that there's not anything else you know and again like um there's aspects of that like the power exchange power dynamic that turns me on too you know and yep. um mm -hmm even within traditional sex, like that would be um, more enticing to me than just like, you know, regular vanilla sex. Like if it's had some power dynamic power exchange to it. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's why we're in domestic. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, there's a reason. <laughs> yeah. So, but like you said, like it's how we experience our sexuality in, mm -hmm. if we want to identify it as that, you know, I, I go back and forth on whether or not, like, I, I totally agree with you. Like, I do feel like it's a part of my sexuality. I don't, it's hard. It's hard yeah. labeling yourself. It really is. I mean, again, like for me that I always say, like, you know, when I read Jillian's book, like it just made everything fall into place for me because I had never even considered the possibility of that being a sexuality of, of, of like being a spanko being a sexuality. Um, so it, it really helped me because I, I suddenly yeah. understood, like, you know, I was always confused. Like, am I bisexual because I'm kind of attracted to men and women, but yet like, I don't really want to necessarily like have quote unquote sex with them, you know, in right. the way, in the way that we think of it. But I'm attracted. You're a bi spanko. Yeah. No, I, I, I always say I'm a yeah, I'm a pan spanksual. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> because I love being spanked by anyone, male, female, um, whatever, whatever you identify as. Um, if you have a lap, I will throw myself across. That's you. <laughs> kind of me. <laughs> Your husband, my partner. Yeah. Anyone at a party. <laughs> it's very true it's very true um have lap will lay over <laughs> <laughs> and that's you know that's very freeing and I mean it, it's very interesting because you know I always say that I growing up I sort of it's like I had this experience of feeling closeted but not knowing why because mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I was like I I know I'm not quote unquote straight like I don't you know, I don't feel what my friends yeah. feel. I don't, I'm not just like automatically attracted to the hot guy at the bar. Um, I'm a little bit attracted to women, but I also, you know, like I said, like I just I didn't, 
I just didn't understand because yeah, it didn't make sense to me. I was like, yeah, I know I'm not straight, but I also don't fit into the bi or lesbian category either. Um, so, you know, understanding myself as a spanking and disciplined fetishist, suddenly I was like, oh, I get it. Like, I, I, yeah. I, oh, now no, I get it. Sense. Like, yeah. I do want to be disciplined by everyone and anyone. Um, and uh and cuddled by anyone and everyone <laughs> um so so that makes sense and again like i i felt it really did make me feel defective and especially i think even more so on the romantic spectrum you know that considering myself yeah. um a romantic like I, I just didn't i don't know like it was like romantic movies didn't appeal to me like i didn't understand mm -hmm. them you know I didn't yeah. understand vanilla flirting didn't make sense to me, you know, all of that. And it wasn't until I was in a relationship with another Spanko that I was like, oh, like now I, you know, this flirting, this kind of flirting is hot. Like this turns me on. Um, and I do feel, <laughs> I mean, my, my partner is a little bit, he falls more, he is a little bit more romantic in the, even in the vanilla sense. Um, yeah, but I could see that. <laughs> yeah, he is. And, it, and it's very sweet, but he understands that like my, you know, romance button like lies more in the discipline fetish <laughs> arena. Aww. Yeah. Like I, I always joke like that when he bought me that little, you know, his little uh, book where he writes down all my punishments, I was like, that's the most romantic thing anyone has ever done for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And cute. And cute. So like he gets it, you know, he knows that that for me is, is romantic, you know, whereas like flowers at a dinner out, like it's nice, but you know, it's not yeah. my, that's not necessarily. That's not my, how you want to experience it. Yeah. Yeah. That's not necessarily my thing. Put me OTK and I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas for me, like flowers and a dinner out. Oh my God, you have sold me. <laughs> oh, and that's cute too. I love flowers. I love having dinner out. I think like having dinner with somebody is just very intimate and romantic. I love it. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and again, look, I don't, I don't hate it, but like, you know. Yep. Maybe whisper, oh, a, I whisper a threat to me across the table. <laughs> And then so, it's perfect. <laughs> like one of like, like my, some of my favorite memories with Dan has just been him being like kind of spontaneous. Like I want to go on a date with you. I'm going to take you out to, you know, wherever. So mm. like that has been like some of my like favorite memories with him. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. I'm kind of a sucker. I'm just a big sap at heart. I think. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. We can't help who we are. <laughs> no, we really can't. And like, and again, I like, I feel very validated, you know, kind of finally feeling, like I said, like sexual and romantic in my own space, you know? Mm -hmm. um, it, 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 cause it, it can feel very isolating and like there is something wrong with you if you don't identify the way, you know, whatever. 90 plus yeah, there's such percent a pressure. of the world. You know? Yes, there's such a pressure to be, you know, like this, like, heterosexual, hetero-romantic 
version of yourself even if even like if you're in a I want to say like even if you're in like a same-sex relationship there's I feel like there is still a bit of a pressure to be sexual mm-hmm. yeah when it <laughs> not everybody is yeah and there and there is like, so much more to it than that you know yeah yes yeah it's not black and white there's no on and off switch you know it's or like there's no yeah yeah <laughs> You know what I'm trying to say. I do. I do. Yeah. And like we always say at the end of the day, it's like, you know, it is communication with your partner and understanding what they want and, you know, what does it for them, you know? Yep. Um, And like, like you said, and again, we could, we could do a whole fucking episode on this too, but you know, like you're growing. So like Dan and I, like I mentioned in the last episode, we've been together 12 years, like we're growing together. We're both like still experiencing things where we're still learning about ourselves (laughs) and each other. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like things have changed a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And things change as you get older and your body changes and, you know, so many things and people who go through pregnancy and having kids, you know, there's a, there's a lot um to all of that and so your yep. kind of your your sexuality may change um and there's nothing wrong with that you know yeah yeah you're once you pick a label it's not like you're stuck with that label forever <laughs> yeah for sure and then labels are only you know they're they're good if you need them and they're helpful but if they're not at the end of the day you know again it's it's for you and your partner to decide what you enjoy and how you want to categorize that if you even want to categorize it. Yeah. If you want, even want, if if you even want to, yeah, there's no pressure to choose a label a lot. I think a lot of people like having a label Mm -hmm. and I personally do. I like having a label to say like, I'm bisexual. Mm -hmm. I, you know, you know, whatever, but I don't, there's definitely not anything wrong with not having a label and just being like, just being yourself. Yeah. No, for sure. Same. And then like, I like validating asexuality because I think, you know, um, not everyone in the world needs to like have vaginal sex to be a real, you know, person. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good. But like I said, it, it, it's, it's a spectrum and you can explore it the way you want to. Yes. And it doesn't mean that you're not a sexual person, which is kind of what I started out saying. Because like, yes, yeah, okay. So and now I know we're almost at our time limit. Yep. But I'm gonna like just say something. Say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are so many different ways to have sex that is not like penetrative sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there are just so many different ways. Like, hey, I, I'm not gonna list them all off. <laughs> <like> that, but. <laughs> But like, you know, there are just like, if that's not something that you like, but you can you still consider yourself a sexual person. There are so many other things that are considered that I personally would also consider being sex. So (laughs) like having sex. So uh, I hate that, that there's this like heteronormative label on penetrative sex as like, this is the only way to have sex. And then like, it isn't, there are so many other ways to have sex. A hundred percent. And there's no reason other than, I mean, eat, I was to say procreation, but even that you can have in other ways. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not like this necessary part of a relationship that validates you. That's 
you know, it's, yeah. it's nothing, you know, I mean, it, it's yep. something if you want it to be something, but if you're not into yeah. it or your partner's into it, not into it or you're both not into it, you know, it's, it's not yeah. a necessary part of the relationship. It's as important as you make it. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Do what makes you feel good, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but generally like, <laughs> that's what we're here for. <laughs> that's what this whole episode is about. Just do whatever makes you feel yeah, good what makes with you feel consenting good. adults. A hundred percent. Or consenting yourself. <laughs> exactly. Because like, look, self-love is beautiful. Self-love is self-care. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. And it's great. I mean, you know, I, sorry, but I have had some of the greatest orgasms with myself. So. I mean, you don't have to worry about like anybody looking at you, nope. or watching you. You don't have to worry about like what you look like, what you sound like. A hundred percent. Yeah. I get it. It's, yep. It's, it's nice. Yep. <laughs> you be yourself and you <laughs> you yourself and you yeah <laughs> all, right. all right well that's well, our time folks yep uh we have a patreon now um which is linked in the show notes but you can find us at sips and smacks on patreon mm-hmm. uh we don't have a lot of um ideas for what we can offer to people for <laughs> our tiers so if you have ideas or suggestions please let us know because yeah. i just tried my best and yeah um but if you have ideas uh one of the things that i so i should have told you this before but i'm gonna spring it on you now <laughs> um <laughs> so patreon actually like offers like merch too so like if you have like a patreon subscriber at like five dollars for three months or something like that you can send them like a sticker oh like through patreon they'll make it so i don't know if anyone is like Why interested in a sticker of our logo uh, <laughs> yeah i like our logo it's very cute I, i'll i'll I be a patreon just for that <laughs> <laughs> so there's that or I, I so i don't know if anyone is even interested in that but if you have ideas please let us know <laughs> We're, but we do have that. Bit. We're not looking to make money off of this podcast. Like, there's a reason that we don't have ads on here. Uh, but we do spend a little bit of money to host our site, uh, record, and publish these. And also, it does take time and effort for us to record and create the notes and edit them. Um, so we're just kind of looking to offset that cost a little bit. Uh, but again, it's not something that we are, you know, trying to beg for or make a living <laughs> off of oh, god, god forbid <laughs> if we were yeah, we'd, we're be, not, we'd be out on the streets we'd be in trouble <laughs> yeah we're not trying to like make a living off of it we're just looking to offset the cost a little bit so any money that comes in with the patreon is going to go basically right back into the things that yeah, we create for sure um so that's that's basically why we have that set up um, and then we also have an Instagram account. Account it's Sips and Smacks, and that's it. That's it, right? Yeah, that's all good. Yeah. So yeah, yep. get in touch with us. Um, oh yeah, you can email us. Email us at Sips and Smacks at gmail Also in our show notes. <laughs> yep. Always happy to hear from you. And um, until next time, behave yourselves. And we'll try to. <laughs> that's awesome.